Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So we're going to attack uh, Matthew chapter 21, verses 14 through 17, and then verses 18 through 22. We're going to kind of separate those up a little bit. And so let me read to you Matthew chapter 21, verse 14 through 17. It says this, The blind came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priest and scribes saw the wonders that he did, and the children shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. And they said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? Jesus replied, Yes, have you never read? You have prepared you have prepared praise from the mouths of infants and nursing babies. And then he left them and went out to the city of Bethany and spent the night there. And, and again, I, I think it's just interesting. Remember that Jesus here is recognizing the Old Testament, that Matthew is painting us this picture that Jesus is everything that the Old Testament is pointing towards. And so he mentioned Jesus in the or he mentioned the Old Testament was Jesus was coming into Jerusalem. Um, there's some Old Testament references to that Hosanna to the Son of David. David. And yet here again, Jesus is mentioned in the Old Testament, how he's here fulfilling the prophecy, right? Or fulfilling the Old Testament. And so it's just good to know that this has been that theme all throughout Matthew's gospel, that the Old Testament and the New Testament are not separate, but Jesus is coming to fulfill every dot and every eye of the of the Old Testament. That's what he says in Matthew chapter five. And so it's just important to recognize that, especially with this being kind of the progression of the story as Jesus is getting close to his death, burial, and resurrection. These Old Testament references are kind of heightening up even a little bit more. So, so that's just kind of a, an interesting note on verses 14 through 17. And then verse 18 through 22, it gets a little weird. So I'm just letting you know. So let's read this. It says this, early in the morning, as he was returning from the city, he was hungry. Seeing a lone fig tree by the road, he went up to it and found nothing on it except leaves. So he sees a fig tree and it doesn't have any fruit, doesn't have any figs. It's just it's just empty. And he said to it, "May no fruit tree ever come from may no fruit ever come from you again." At once the fig tree withered. And when the disciples saw it, they were amazed and they said, "How did the fig tree wither so quickly?" Jesus answered, "Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt." You will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you tell this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will be done. And if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And so it's almost commonly accepted amongst uh, people who study the Bible way more than I, that this uh, illustration of the fig tree is not just Jesus getting mad that there's no figs on this tree, that, that Jesus is actually doing something prophetically against the people of Israel. Because they about this if if a tree has leaves on it then it's not dead right if a tree has leaves on it it's still alive and but jesus walks up to this fig tree and the bible says that it has leaves but there's no figs so, so it's not producing the thing that it's supposed to produce and so a tree is supposed to produce fruit right and, and so this is one of the major themes of the new testament isn't it that we're not saved by the works that we do but when we are saved we, we should be doing works right and we should be producing fruit and jesus has already talked about in matthew chapter 5 how we're to be salt and light that we should be making the earth better right that, that there the indian trail for us here at the point should be a better place because first baptist indian trail is here and if we weren't here, right? That's something we should be thinking through. And so Jesus sees this fig tree that seems alive, but it's not producing fruit. And it's almost commonly accepted that this is a parallel for Israel. 
And Israel is seemingly alive, but what has Jesus just walked into the temple and found? That they're selling things for money, right? They're taking the things of God and trying to make a profit off of it. And so, so Jesus is passing judgment here on this fig tree in a prophetic way of speaking about Israel, right? That they're, they seem like they're alive, but there's no fruit. And because there's no fruit, judgment is going to come upon them, which makes sense because in AD 70, um, the temple is going to be overthrown and it's going to be overruled and it's going to be a bad bad day for the people of Israel. So that's what happens here. But but the disciples don't see that. The, the disciples are just simply amazed that Jesus says to this fig tree, basically wither, and the fig tree begins to wither. And so they ask Jesus, like, how on earth did it wither so quickly? And Jesus basically uses this as a teaching moment to talk about the power of prayer. And he, and he says a, a pretty bold statement, like, let's don't read over this. He says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And, you know, here's what I wonder oftentimes. I, I wonder how oftentimes, and, and gosh, I'm wondering this in my own life right now, how often do I try to do things apart from prayer? And, and not just things. I'm talking about, like, ministry things. Like, how often for me as a youth pastor do I plan an event or do I preach a sermon or lead worship and I do that absent of prayer? I do it in my own strength. I, I prepare in my own strength. I lead in my own strength. I do all that just because I'm able to do it. And I, I remove prayer from my life. And I, I wonder, I just have to wonder, man, in our lives today, in your life as you're listening to this, what, what if we began to take prayer seriously? What, what if we began to not see prayer as just an add-on, but we actually devoted ourselves to do it and we tried our best to do nothing outside of praying for it first? And as I go to preach, man, I'm praying and I'm praying that God would use me in an amazing way. That as you go to school, that you're praying that the Lord would open opportunities and give you boldness and give you strength and give you all those things. I, I just have to wonder what would happen if we began to take prayer seriously in our life. Because according to Jesus here, if we take prayer seriously in our life, then we're, we're going to see him begin to move in amazing, miraculous ways. And so let me challenge you today. I mean, take prayer seriously. Devote yourself to prayer seriously. And let's make prayer be an active part of our life as we're seeking to live like citizens of the kingdom of God here on this earth. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.